Welcome to the Farm Credit Advocates Podcast. I'm Megan Malinowski, content and digital strategist. And today I'll be joined by Jenny Kreischer, Director of Communications and Creative Services here at MAFC. So today's episode, we're going to shake it up a little bit. We're going to do something a little bit different than normal. We're really excited about Women's History Month, and we've decided to make March a tribute to the women in ag, making history every day, working hard to feed and clothe our communities, supporting their families out in the field, at home, at their other jobs. You name it, women are doing it and they're rocking it. And we want to bring it back to that history part as well, because a major part of history is making sure that the story is recorded and told to educate our future generations. And what a story it is, Meg. So I actually went and looked at some of the stats from the 2017 Ag Census to share with our listeners today that I feel really illustrate just how big of an impact women have made on our industry. So are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Give them to me. All right. So believe it or not, 36% of all U.S. producers, which is 1.2 million, are female producers. Wow. And together, they're farming 388 million acres. That's crazy. That's insane. I also found it very interesting that 67% of them, so well over half of them, indicated having a primary job off the farm. So that to me means they're really just working hard all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that definitely calls for a digital celebration. And for today's celebration, Jenny and I are going to talk about our favorite women in ag that are doing an amazing job telling their stories virtually and doing their part to educate people on agriculture and where their food comes from. So after the episode, make sure to head to mafc.com slash podcast to get all the links to the website, social media accounts, um, all of those things so you can show your support for these women in ag and follow along as well. So Jenny, it's been a while since we've been on here together, and I'm really happy to have you here for this conversation. I am super excited to join you for this conversation. I think I speak for both of us when I say this was really difficult to pick five. There are a lot of fantastic (laughs) women in ag to follow on social media, but I'm super excited to compare our lists. Good, good. Well, then for our audience, I will let them know. I challenged Jenny to choose her top five favorite women in ag to follow, um, and I did the same. So we're going to start with Jenny's list first, and we'll go through them. Um, you know, why we love reading their updates, what we love about their marketing aspect, all that jazz. And Jenny, I'm going to hand it over to you. Who's your number one? All right. Number one, Meg, you've heard me talk about her a few times now. I can't wait. That is is Hannah Nealman of Ballerina Farm. Hannah Nealman has, so it's on, I follow her on Instagram. It's at Ballerina Farm. Uh, Her and her husband, Daniel, live on a ranch in Utah with their five kids. What makes Hannah really unique is that she was a former Miss New York City and a graduate of the Juilliard School of Dance. So she's actually a ballerina, hence the name Ballerina Farm. Wow. Yeah. Daniel, her husband, um, was a history major. So a little backstory on them. Um, They both spent some time in Brazil, and that is where they actually fell in love with farming. They met a guy there who was talking with them about their cattle production, but Daniel, her husband was actually super intrigued by how this guy raised his pigs. They were free range and they were free to eat the fruits from the trees on that farm. So after spending four years in Brazil, they moved back to the States and founded Ballerina Farm. Uh, And so today they raise Berkshire pigs and Angus cattle. Um, But if you do check them out on social media, like I mentioned, uh, their dog Hoss really steals the show. Uh, They also have a ton of chickens, dairy cows, and these two hilarious geese that are very noisy and they're just really fun to watch. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, she does a great job sharing their family story on both Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, like I said, is where I found her. She shares a ton of recipes. I could watch her bake sourdough bread all day. For some reason, it's become very therapeutic for me. I was just and about to I feel say like that can... sounds very relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I smell it through through the phone. So um, the other really cool thing about Ballerina Farm, they sell meat boxes. So you can actually go on their website, ballerinafarm.com and order farm fresh meat. And they have some really cool merch, like super cozy looking sweatshirts and mugs and some fun things like that. So that has been one account that I've really enjoyed watching that I discovered somewhat recently. That's awesome. You know, I'm going to confess you have been talking about her for forever and I have not followed her yet. I know I'm so uh, bad. I need to do that. <laughs> you will not regret it. All right. Well, who is your number two? All right. Number two, Old Westminster Winery, specifically the winemaker, Lisa Hinton. They are actually based right here in my backyard in Westminster. To be honest, I spend quite a bit of time there. They've been a great, great solace for me during uh, COVID for sure. Uh, the, uh, the organization or the company old Westminster winery is family run by three siblings. And Lisa is the winemaker of the bunch. So their first vines, I don't know if many people follow old Westminster winery. If not, please do their wines are delicious, but the family does a great job of telling the story of their operation. Their first vines were actually planted in 2011. And today I'll just say that they've really put Maryland wines on the map, not only throughout the state of Maryland and on the East coast, but throughout the entire country. Her and her husband have two adorable littles that they share photos of on her Instagram. And she also shares a lot of her and her family's winemaking journeys, which has been really fun to watch. Um, Old Westminster Winery has always been a hot spot, even COVID, but they truly took it to another level over these past 11 months. They added a pizza oven. They started offering free wine home delivery. Hello, that's amazing. They've added a market full of local products um, at their tasting room location. They do craft cocktails, fire pits, you name it. It's it's truly become a destination. And everything that Lisa and her family have done to make Old Westminster Winery what it is today is honestly really inspiring. So they are definitely one to watch. If we were making a list of wineries that were our favorites in Maryland, they would have made that list for me. Um, mm-hmm. I am a huge fan. I love that, you know, when I come across the bridge, that that's somewhere that we can meet and hang out outside. And um, and the pizza oven was definitely an awesome addition, especially during COVID. They have so much cool, like, outdoor seating and everything. And their wines are just really good. Their wines are fantastic, for sure. So for all those listening, we're going to include them in the show notes. But you can find Old Westminster on Instagram at Old Westminster Winery. And then Lisa's Instagram is at Lisa Hinton. Well, so far we have gone, you know, two. I did not have either one of those on my list. So let's see who your number three is. All right. Number three, my girl Margie from Farm Her. Margie, Guyler, Alanese. We actually had her on the podcast not too long ago. Um, I guess last summer I had the privilege of interviewing her. Uh, She's a fellow women in ag storyteller. Definitely check out her podcast interview, mafc.com slash podcast. But for a little bit of Margie's background, She started Farm Her with the goal of sharing the impact women have had on the industry. So exactly what we're trying to do with this podcast today. Um, And today, her media empire, as I like to call it, includes her own podcast, blog. She's got a TV show on RFD TV. She sells some really cool merch and all kinds of other fun stuff. She's traveling all around the country, speaking with women in ag uh, to learn more about their operations and their plans for the future. Fun fact about Margie as well is all, or I guess I should say most of the artwork 
that you'll find on the farm her merchandise is actually designed by margie so she's also a little graphic designer as well that's so cool a little bit of everything a little bit of everything yeah love that Um, you can follow her on instagram the tag is farm her one or her tag is margie alanese which again we'll include in the show notes but she's definitely fun to watch and that was a fun interview to listen to as well like i had not i did not know like that deep into her background so you guys should definitely go and download that, give it a listen. And with that, we're going to queue up Jenny's number four. All right. Number four, Mary Heffernan of Five Mary's Farm. I don't know if you've heard of Five Mary's Farm, but they are based in Northern California. And Mary is a rancher, entrepreneur, writer, blogger, you name it. This woman has probably done it. And the really cool thing about Five Mary's Farm is it's named that because Mary and all four of her daughters are all named Mary. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's, I thought that was so cool. And each of them go by a nickname, which is based on their middle names. So love that. I know. That's pretty neat. So Mary, the mother Mary, I should say, uh, she's always <laughs> been passionate about her community and finding ways to fill any gaps that she sees in hers. And you know, that's really led to her entrepreneurial spirit, which started with a summer camp when she was just a kid herself. And after graduating college, she went on to create more businesses, often with children in mind. And that included a restaurant that was really focused on being kid friendly. Her and her husband, Brian, actually, when they started the restaurant, uh, found they were spending a lot of time trying to source local high quality meats. And that's kind of what inspired them to start getting into ranching. And so today they're highly successful business owners. They've got cookbooks, they've got another restaurant. I mean, they do a ton. And Mary does an awesome job documenting all of it, not only on the business side, but her four daughters as well and all of the fun things they get into on the farm. And I actually learned when doing some research for this um, podcast that in 2018, they were actually named Best Farm in America. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty incredible. What an so, honor. Kudos to that. Love that. Well, now we are four for four, not matching any at all, Jenny. This is crazy. I can't wait to hear who your number five is. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I really thought we'd have one. So we'll (laughs) see here. Uh, All right. So my fifth and final, again, this was so hard, but I went with Emily Shaw, aka Dairy Girl Fitness. I went with Emily for a few reasons. Um, Number one being she went to Penn State. So hello, fellow Penn State fan here. Uh, she's a personal trainer and a PA dairy girl. So she actually grew up on a dairy farm in Pennsylvania and she now lives in Florida. Along with offering personal coaching and nutrition training, she's a huge advocate for the dairy industry, sharing facts about dairy farming on her Instagram, which is at Dairy Girl Fitness. So like I mentioned earlier, both of her parents grew up on dairy farms. She did as well. She actually grew up raising uh, heifers for 4-H and FFA, went to Penn State to study ag business management and dairy science. And many of her uh, her family members are still farming today in Pennsylvania. So she's kind of a local girl too. She's really funny. She posts a lot of really great educational like workout videos and nutrition tips. She's just super encouraging. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, any personal trainer that advocates for me to eat ice cream has my vote. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all in. How do I sign up? Right. I would love to see. (laughs) I would love to see what that meal plan looks like. (laughs) Right. I know. Yeah. No, she's got, um, she offers like, I guess it looks like, um, group training, uh, opportunities on her website, dairygirlfitness.com. Oh, cool. She's another good one to watch. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am excited to tell you about my list, especially since you haven't said any of them. So 
I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in. Number one, I'm sure you could guess I've been talking about her since the day I met her. Her name is Kelly Barb, and she is with Prancing Deer Farm in Warwick, Maryland. Yes, Kelly. So I met Kelly back in May of 2019, and I was inspired by her story from the very start. She is a chemical engineer by education, and she started a Christmas tree farm and this event outdoor center. And I think for me, the coolest aspect of her business is the collaboration that she does with local photographers and event planners and other entertainment groups. I think she's done like like goat yoga and like all kinds of stuff. And you know how much I love goat yoga. So I'm in. <laughs> But um, but I loved hearing her story and how she really was concerned with getting outside and making sure that she wasn't spending her whole day like in the office and behind a desk. So this Christmas tree farm, like her parents are very, they're also very like involved in it. They have cows and they have goats and they just are really interested in creating like their little oasis that they can share with everybody else. And I think that is like the coolest thing for me. But she started being able to kind of branch out and reach new people when she posted on social media about her farm and started posting photos. Um, There were like a lot of like local like photographers that were like, hey, do you mind if we come out and do like a photo shoot there or whatever? And so she was like, yeah, sure. And then she got to use those images as well. So I just love the collaboration aspect and what that does for the marketing of it, you know? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think she does a fantastic job. And I unfortunately couldn't make that interview, but I know you and our colleague Morgan came back kind of gushing about Kelly's story. So I do hope to meet her one day. I'm hoping to get her on the podcast later this year. So that's super exciting. But I'm going to go into my number two. And number two is a local girl to the shore. So her name is Janelle Eck at uh, McHenry's Beef in Kennedyville, Maryland. And I put Janelle on here because we've worked with her a lot at MAFC in several different ways. You know, we're always at the same events and, um, and things like that. And she's just so ingrained in ag here on the shore. Um, with different events. So when I, you know, when her and I connected on Facebook and on Instagram, I realized that she actually um, helps to run their beef company and they provide local beef to the surrounding areas. But I love watching her Instagram and her Facebook updates because she is such a strong advocate for educating consumers and helping to run like their beef operation in such a transparent way. So you can find them on Instagram at McHenry's Beef. M-C-H-E-N-R-Y-S beef. Um, and they just, they do such a good job of like behind the scenes look and um, and just giving you an idea of like where your food comes from. And I love that. I love that too. Adding to my follow list now. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Number three, I think you might, you might cringe a little bit, not at her, but at, at what she's growing. Because um, I did a little bit. Her name is Shelby Smith and her company is called Jim and eat crickets. I'm sorry, what's that? Jim and eat crickets. Um, <laughs> like G-Y-M. And um, she is in, she's from Iowa. And so she isn't in our service territory, but I had to share her on my list because I think she's doing something really cool in the space of like innovation and working really hard to normalize alternative proteins. And, um, you know, Michael introduced me to her because he grew up with her. 
And I was super interested about because, you know, crickets have been kind of a topic of discussion, you know, as far as like proteins for human consumption or animal consumption could go either way. I mean, it it still kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit, um, <laughs> like the thought of it. But I pushed myself and I ordered a bunch of her energy bars um, that she makes. She's also big on like testing different recipes and cooking. And they were really, really good. So, um, so I had to put her on here. I love her Instagram and her website. She showcases a lot of the behind the scenes of raising the crickets, the stores that sell her products. She's always promoting them, the people that buy them and like try them. She's very informative, very relatable. And I just love the educational approach to marketing. I mean, crickets seem really good for you the way she puts it out there. So I might try it again. I don't know. (laughs) I have a lot of questions for her and I would love to get her on the podcast. That's such an interesting field to get into, but... Yeah. Nevertheless, I, I, I would try I would try them. I think I would try them. Yeah. I mean, the way she makes them, I don't think you would even be able to tell. Like somebody could probably sneak you on and you probably wouldn't have any idea. Um, <laughs> they're definitely very good. And she grew up on their family farm um, and her dad actually encouraged her to like find her own niche of farming. So I thought that was kind of fun, too. So I'm going to go into my number four. And um, her name is Lindsay Buckman at Acetique Farm in Berlin, Maryland. When I lived in Berlin, um, we took lots of trips to Acetique Island to go to the beach. And on the way, there's this little cottage that is just surrounded by a mass of flowers and plants. And it's just very, very like cozy looking. And I kind of just fell in love with it. So every time we would drive by, I was always looking to see like what's new and what's out there. And I, I looked them up on Instagram, and Lindsay Buckman has done an amazing job at showing the behind the scenes of their family farm and creating such a beautiful place for people to window shop, like on Instagram and her website. Um, and the in-person shopping is obviously just as beautiful. She's got so much going on there. But they have really fun activities as well. Like you would think being that close to the beach, you might not have enough space or whatever. But they've got a really great like a farm stand. They've got you pick for fruits and stuff. They also have like a, um, a cut flower garden. And they also have two goats, Cosmo and Jasmine. So naturally, I am basically obsessed. Okay, this is the second one that had goats. So... I'm picking up a theme here. Yeah, yeah. You've known that for a long time, though. For anybody else, if there's anybody out there that wants to let me borrow their goats for a little while, I totally would. And I would love them. Love them so hard. Um, and number five for me is Emma Cuniff or Cuniff um, at Knee Farm in South Coventry, PA. So I came across Nehi's website and Instagram when I first started here at MAFC because I was doing a lot of research on CSAs, community-supported agriculture um, in our area, and I have followed them ever since. And they are 100% women-owned and operated, which is super cool. But on their feeds, they're constantly educating people on what they grow, why they grow it, what they do with it. I think one of the most interesting ones recently, they grow something called indigo. And then they use it to dye fabrics and clothing and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. And they're always pushing for like the local movement and getting food to places that don't have a lot of fresh food. So that is kind of the epitome of girl power to me, you know, 100% women owned and operated. I love it. That's another one to check out for sure. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool story. Yeah, for sure. So we've got 
10 women or 10 women-owned operations that we're going to have in this uh, this episode notes um, website for you or web page. And um, yeah, I love that. I love it so much. I wish we could have all of them on the podcast now and talk to them. I know. And I would love to ask our listeners to please share their favorites with us as well. Um, you can do so, like I said earlier, by heading over to mafc.com slash podcast or emailing us directly at podcast at mafc.com. If you've got someone that you know would make a great interview or have a fantastic women in ag story to share, we would love to hear from you. Usually we sign off each episode talking about what our guest advocates for in agriculture. But we decided that we want to make this segment a little bit different because we both would like to advocate for something super important for women, men, everyone. So we are advocating for mental health during this month. And I did a little bit of searching because I was curious to see what the numbers were. And I learned that women are twice as likely to experience anxiety than men which is not that surprising to me, but I was definitely um, interested in, you know, kind of that aspect of it. And after this past year, I don't know about you, Jenny, but I have been battling my anxiety uphill and downhill. It's kind of like a roller coaster. But I do think it's really nice to know that we offer a free member assistance program that can help with so many different things that affect your mental health. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Meg. I mean, this past year has been unexpected to say the least, and we know that our members are really feeling it from all sides. So we added our member assistance program to our lineup of member benefits where you can get all kinds of free resources for counseling related to marital issues, parenting, aging, managing work-life balance. There's legal and financial services, identity theft protection, and so many other helpful tools available. And it's 100% anonymous for anyone who needs it. So you can access all of those resources and head to mafc.com slash map to learn more and to get the login information. So once you get in there, you'll click the button to access the page at mygroup.com and then you'll click on my portal login and then work life. But we have all of that on the website. So just head to mafc.com slash map to learn more and take care of yourself. Meg, this is a really fun interview. Thank you for inviting me on for this. I think this was a really great way to share some of our favorite women in ag. And I'm looking forward to learning about more this month. Absolutely. We have such a long list of people we can reach out to now so that we can have individual <laughs> interviews with them too. So thanks for joining me. Uh, and until next time, everyone, keep on advocating for what you believe in. And if you did like this interview, we would love if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. You can get all of the notes from this podcast, including all the links to the amazing women that we talked about today over at mafc.com slash podcast. And like I mentioned earlier, we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to email Meg and I at podcast at mafc.com. Thanks, everyone. Keep on advocating. 